Hello, adventurers. You have found Homebrew Heels, a Nat One Life podcast. I am one of your hosts, hostesses, Amanda. <laughs> My sister Sarah and I will be talking you through some of the Nat Ones we've rolled in the medical health areas of our life. We are not medical professionals by any means, although I personally have watched quite a bit of Grey's Anatomy. We will be sharing our experiences, how we're advocating for our health, what the experience is like in all its details, good and the gross, the cost of the adventure, and most importantly, how we are working to stay happy and motivated through it all. Journey with us and start to find your way through this net one One of the questions that we had is like, what inspired you or what made you want to talk to me about mental health with us? Awareness. Mm -hmm. Stigma. Like, yeah. there is such a huge stigma with <laughs> mental health and with, um, I think that there's this huge lack of awareness in our country, especially because it's just like, I think that everybody has a little mental illness, right? Mm -hmm. And it took me personally going through and watching somebody just deteriorate due to mental illness mm -hmm. to really realize that's an important thing that I need to be aware of and be proactive on. And it's about being proactive versus reactive. Awareness is the biggest reason why mm -hmm. you want to talk about it. Somebody who was close to you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fairly close. Okay. So uh, close yeah, family member. Do you care to share the story or is it personal? Um, I can share tidbits of it. Sure. Um, I just want to be respectful to that their privacy. That person. Absolutely. And their privacy. Or um, give us a general outline and understanding of yeah. what it was that was to you. This person has been like struggling with mental illness for like 40 years. It's been mm -hmm. an ongoing thing. Her parents have uh, told us, you know, it's been an ongoing thing. This isn't anything new. And there's been traumas in her life that have happened um, where. She just has total, total because of it, right? And I was introduced to this person, you know, only about seven or eight years ago. Mm -hmm. And watching her deteriorate through the years has just been heartbreaking. And it's a trickling effect. Like, mm -hmm. it's a rippling effect, not a trickling effect. It's a ripple, right? Mm -hmm. She doesn't realize how many people it impacts as well. Um so it's 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 struggling and accepting the fact that there is a mental illness problem mm -hmm. and that there's also an addiction problem and the addiction feeds into the mental illness and the mm -hmm. mental illness feeds into the addiction and it's like this almost infinity loop right of where you just keep going back and back and back and back and back um well because they're best friends right yeah they really the are the yeah and 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 it goes into struggles. you know self medicating, which you could talk about that a little bit later. When we we can talk about that now as well. I love self medicating. Right. Self medicating. Amanda and I talk about it frequently. How we use marijuana mm -hmm. as a something to self medicate with, and mm -hmm. it's great because it's natural. But at the same time, we don't want to rely on something. To self medicate, right? And there's not a lot of science. I mean, there's right. been some, but there's not a lot. So, really, it's like a crapshoot. It's kind of like the diets we were talking about in our other mm -hmm. podcast segments, um, where it's like, well, I'm just trying to figure it out, yeah. And it's like, well, alcohol's there, and that wasn't working for me, so yeah, cannabis is right next, and yep. you know, um, 
interesting. So, so this happened, this person struggling, you've known them for seven years, whatever. Yeah, seven, eight years. So how has it impacted you? Uh, well, she's a fa- it's a family yeah. member yep. and it's a very close family member. And so it's impacted me because it's impacted our family, right? Because you can't just ignore that somebody's having a problem. Mm-hmm. And I think that one of the hardest things too is you're, you're trying to help somebody, right? And, and they're not either accepting health. Um, this particular person was actually diagnosed with like a uh, frontal lobe impairment. Mm. So basically what happens is they can get like 70% of the way there to make a decision. And then they just sit there at the loading screen for like the last 30%. So oh, it's like that little wheel just sits there and sits there and sits there and you go, Hey, um, can I help you with the other 30% of your problem? And the other problem is that this person's coherent enough to say, no, I want to do this on my own. I got this. I can handle it. But they know that they have. Correct. Okay. They know that they have this impairment and there's another, you know, mental health issue of the denial that you have this problem and you need some help. You Mm -hmm. need to accept the help, but they can't accept the help. I was wondering if it was uh self-realization like denial or if it's a pride issue like, it's a or denial it's a part and of pride. that problem right. like that is exactly. just like that vicious cycle that yeah. you're talking about where it's like well they can't get out of it yeah and it's it's pretty bad when this person has sought out medical help um that we've had to push this person you know really encourage them and push them to do it it's pretty bad when, you know, you have a medical professional contacting you because, you know, you're like the next of kin. You're the first people that they call and they say they're not going to accept health or help and um, they have to get better or worse before they can get better. Mm. You have uh, doctors, have nurses, counselors that are basically mm-hmm. saying they have not hit rock bottom. And the stuff that we've seen, if that's that. Um, I don't know what is for this wow. person, right? So then it's like you have these medical professionals telling you this this person is has to get worse before before they have to they they're gonna have to accept help and right now they're not accepting help. They aren't they're gonna have to get worse. And so mm-hmm. then you have to watch a loved one deteriorate in front of your eyes, right? Yeah. And so it's just like, oh my God. Are you expected at that point like I feel like I, if I was in that situation, I'd be torn between still wanting to help them and then taking, like, the doctor's advice to heart or maybe to the extreme and just completely refusing to help them so that way they get to that point sooner, so that way they can get that medical help sooner. Yeah. So hard because... I personally, I have been diagnosed with depression. I have been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder, which means I'm anxious about the world, essentially, Mm -hmm. which is fucking exhausting. And so it's it's interesting because I'm hearing these things and I'm like trying to think, how would I respond if somebody did that? Right. Right. And it is hard to watch somebody deteriorate. But at the same time, if you're not in it with them, you don't really know what they're experiencing. Right. You don't know. And and this is why we think it's so important to talk about this because they're, I'm sure that this person's not comfortable talking or maybe can't even articulate how they That's are the feeling. That's the other problem. Yeah. Cause they, they're having, you know, whatever is going on within, within their brain and to have people communicate in certain ways 
around you and about you, mm-hmm. but not to you. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Is is that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It's it's like this is just making my depression and anxiety worse. Yeah. Because you guys are talking about me right in front of my face. Absolutely. That's so, hard. Um, it's with, just interesting. Yeah. Sorry. It, no, it is. And with what I was going to tell uh, Sarah, you know, what we've had to do is we've had to put down boundaries. Okay. Right. And that's been hard. Yeah. Putting down those boundaries is hard because you have to say, yeah, you know what? Um, no, I'm not going to, when you call me and you're crying and it's on the phone for two hours and you're talking about X, Y, and Z, and I'm not going to go run to you anymore. I'm going to call 911 and they're going to do a welfare check mm. because so in that case you're you're, you're not um, you're helping but engaging you're, yeah. but you're also not just blowing off the concern and the love for that person, right? Okay. And it's also really hard too because this person thinks that, you know, everyone's out to get them and that they're the victim and things like that and I think that that's part of the the mental thing but they don't see it as help, right? So right. you you're just, you're just punishing me. Right. You guys are mean. You hate me. You hate me. Yeah. Right. And so it's hard to create those boundaries because if you don't do what that person wants you to do, then they use manipulation and guilt and they say, "Well, you know, I've done this for you mm-hmm. and you hate me like you were saying." So it's been very difficult. It has been a hell of a year. Mm-hmm. Um what about your mental health? No, let's, this is let's, good. Let's uh, talk about yours. I do. Because you you just said, you know, it's been a hell of a year. Yeah. You personally have had one fucking hell of a year. Yeah. And so, you know, when we think about mental health and the, the grander scheme, we want to know your story there. But also, it, you know, it seems to me, or from my perspective as an outsider, listening to what you've told me, mm-hmm. seeing what you've been going through, et cetera. How are you handling mental health in this pandemic with everything that you have going on? Mm-hmm. So the the whole backstory with this family member is is important because I watched this and I said, I finally said to myself, I need to get some fucking help mm. because this is a lot to deal with. Thank you for listening. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Pursuing Your Patronus and that it made you think a little bit about mental health and pursuing your own happiness and finding your ultimate Patronus. Make sure to stick with us here and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all those social media sites. And if you're enjoying your Pursuing Your Patronus podcast with us, you may also want to think about checking out our Loot the Booty series and also where we nerd out on YouTube. Expecto Patronum! Shit.